0: Welcome to the Red River Podcast, where we recognize our strength relies on our bond. We are challenged to live a life on mission. So what does that look like as a wife, a mom, in my career, or just a typical everyday? We unpack the highs and lows as we share practical tips, uncover areas most of us work on, and thoughts on where to start. So grab a friend and I'll introduce you to some of mine as we engage in coffee chats about how to live a missional lifestyle as an everyday woman. I'm your host, Candace Reyes, and you're listening to the Red Rover Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Red Rover Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Reyes, and I'm thrilled you chose to join me today. We have a fantastic episode for you. But before I introduce to you our guest for today, I want to ask do you have summer plans already on the calendar? Right now, our family is making plans for the month of June and July, and I wanted to ask you if you're going to be free on June 10th and 11th, because if you are, I want to personally invite you to join us at the Red Rover Women's Conference in Brookshire, Texas. That's right. We're hosting a Red Rover Women's Conference face-to-face in Brookshire, Texas at The Hangar, and we'd love for you to join us. We have guest speakers, Courtney Richard and Mary R. Schneider, who will be talking about how we can learn how to love where we are and musical guest, Alicia Dorsett. Friends, you're not going to want to miss this. So tickets are available right now online at hookstocrook.com backslash MH merch or Eventbrite and then just search Red Rover check out our show notes because in today's show notes, these links will be there. I hope to see you there. So I hope you'll come and join us. Friend, today, our guest is one of my favorite people. She knows how to have some fun. And recently, I got to spend time with her at the Spark Media Conference in NRB out in Tennessee, Texas, in Nashville, Tennessee. And she was the MC for this event. And she did a fabulous job. Friend, I want you to meet Jody Howell. Jody has a heart for Jesus, although she's studied and performed music and acting on screen and off screen her majority of her life when all of a sudden her anxiety took a drastic turn and she found Jesus. And that was where her real living began. Jody is passionate about sharing hope through God's word and encouraging all to build that relationship with Jesus. And friend, if you've been around the Red River podcast, you know that is our number one reason for doing this, is to encourage you to dive into God's word, to carve out 15 minutes of your day, at least 15 minutes of your day to spend time with him. Jody speaks to those who suffer from anxiety, who desire to learn how to live through a mental storm of life. In 2022, she started her faith-based podcast called The Air That I Breathe. Which speaks to the subject of anxiety, including tried and true tips, stories, scriptures, and prayer, which Jody uses every day to overcome her own anxiety. Friend, you're not going to want to miss this, so go ahead, grab some paper with your pen and your favorite cup, and let's dive into my chat with Jody Howe. Hey, Jody, thank you so much for joining me on the Red River Podcast. I cannot wait for us to talk about this theme of God is bigger than our excuses. And so I'm honored that you chose to join me today as we talk about this topic and hear everything that God has in store for our ladies and men that are listening. It is my honor, Miss Candace.
1: I am so thrilled to be here and thank you so much for just inviting me to just have a chat with you and let's talk about what we can do to help others understand that we have walked through that many times before right (laughs) yes yes Yes, many many times and i think it's a continuous walk but i can't wait to dive in so yay grateful to be here
0: well to get us started i'd love for you to share with us a bit about your passion and how that has influenced your own life today
1: well i my my passion is jesus and so i know that sounds redundant when you're in christian ministry but it is the truth I love the Lord with all my heart, all my soul, all my mind, all my strength, but he has done such incredible things in my life. And, and with that, he has given me the beautiful platform of a podcast. So you and I are podcast sisters, which is so fun. And I speak a lot to mental illness and anxiety and fears and just helping people to deal with the mental struggles of life in general. I've suffered from anxiety. I'm a current and will always be a sufferer of anxiety, but it's through the healing of God. Mm -hmm. While I applied practical measures and tips and things that I could do to make my life, my spirit, my soul, my body work better. God just showed up and he has given me that healing peace of mind that I live with every single day. And so my heart and my passion is to reach out to the world to show them that we, we don't need to live in fear Mm -hmm. or in, in doubt, Anxiety is definitely God is not the God of anxiety, is the God of peace. And so, Amen. you know, I I hope that alongside of you and so many other amazing sisters in Christ, that we can just link arms and continue to share our heart of what we know, what we've learned, our testimonies, and what God is doing in our lives, just so we can help enrich and show the world how good He is.
0: Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Yes. So Jodi, when you knew that God was calling you to speak, and God was calling you to do podcasting, and these these different ways to really get your message out there about how God is not the God of fear and anxiety, that He is the God of peace and love and mercy and goodness. Yeah. Um, what was the timeline for you? Did you start automatically and embrace that calling, or was there some hesitation that you you experienced? That is such
1: a great question, Candace. And I'd like to just go back in time a little, if I could, to, to show you where, you know, I started in faith and religion. I was raised Catholic and I did go to church, but I would consider myself a priester, you know, showing up for the big holidays that the Catholic church celebrates. But I knew who God was, but I didn't know who Jesus was. And so my whole entire life, I was being raised to know that there was a God and he loved you and that he was omniscient, and he was the one and powerful God of the universe, and all of those beautiful things. But I never got introduced to Jesus, and Mm -hmm. it wasn't until my anxiety, which is is a major part of my testimony, and I certainly have a timeline that shows through my podcast where my anxiety started, and how I recognized it, and how I've dealt with it over the course of decades, that it hit such a peak. I got so sick that I couldn't eat, sleep, or practically Mm breathe, you know, enough where my mother got nervous and she brought me, um, she directed me to someone who was a Christian who actually filled into my life in a way that you can see that it was God appointed Mm -hmm. and that he had been knocking on my door for majority of my life. He just wanted that relationship with me. So it wasn't until I actually, for the sake of labels, became Christian mm. and actually built that relationship with Jesus, which was about ten years ago. And I got saved, where I saw the beauty and the um, the hope that I could have in jesus and 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 the the promise of salvation,, yes. and the the way that I can learn how to live my life in a peaceful manner. and all of those incredible things. and And for me, it wasn't like it was instant, but it was like, I thought, should I be talking to people about this? Because this is important information, right? Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. it was more for me that it was like, this seems really cool, what he has done, this transformation, you know, this old me to the new me, this place of peace that I'm living in mental storms every day, but I have this incredible peace, that joy. And then I went to a Women of Faith Conference, it's about a year or two into my walk, and I saw these women up on stage. And I thought to myself, I can do that. Wow. I can do that. But this was like eight years ago, you know? (laughs) So I mean, see how God's timing is perfect. Right. And some incredible women were up there speaking their testimonies, sharing some laughs, sharing some sorrows. And I thought, wow. And so it was just from there on that he lit this fire inside of me. And I thought, I really want to, I want to share the good news, exactly what he says in scripture. I, I, you know, he tells us, go and share the good news. I'm like, I want to do this, Lord, how do I do this? And what's the next step? And, and boy, it's been a growth period from, from there on.
0: That's awesome.
1: I love yeah. that. I
0: love that he has taking you one step at a time though, and that you're embracing it, it, those steps.
1: Absolutely. And I can look back and I know this is so hard when you're in the midst of the crazy that I can, in the middle of messes, right. Mm -hmm. I can honestly look back and see that his timing was perfect. I wasn't ready for a, I wasn't ready for B. I wasn't ready for C or, you know, whatever, whatever his will, whatever his, his actual, his timeline. I can see that the things that I was kind of thinking ahead that I was ready for. I wasn't right. And that he is doing a beautiful work in me. Like he's doing a beautiful work in you and your podcast. And it's, it's a beautiful timing.
0: Yes, Um, absolutely. Absolutely. He, he knows what we need. He knows when we're ready. He knows what we need to be ready. You know, the the things that we need to endure to get ready. And, and I love that he is so sovereign in that. And, and he always, he always provides those next steps for us. As long as we're willing to, to dive into him, as long as we're willing to be intentional with that time with him and I'll give him that time and say, okay, Lord, here I am. I'm wanting to learn and I'm wanting to serve. So, you know, allow me to, to take those steps that you're guiding me into. So I love that.
1: Yeah. And thank you for using the word intentional because that was my word of the year last year. And that was such a, like a powerful world word for me because it was helping me to understand how I could talk to people through my podcast and through ministry to show them it doesn't just happen overnight. And it doesn't just happen without Mm -hmm. you being intentional about seeking him. Yes he's there waiting, but you yes. have to be intentional. You have to get into his word. You have to be able to understand what those incredible promises really and truly mean. All of those things that I've been intentional. And that was a part of the building.
0: Yes. You know, yes. the
1: building was the training and it's a continuous training. Oh yes. I got the rest of my life and <laughs> I may never know the whole Bible, you know, but I, I'm a, I'm a student and ready to, ready to learn and always ready to listen.
0: Right. 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 Amen. And I think that's, that's really what he looks for is the willing heart. Are you willing? And if you're willing, then he's like, let's go, let's do this. You just never know how much he can, what he can do with a willing heart. You know, I think of that that. mustard seed, you know, the faith, the size of a mustard seed, it can move a mountain. And, and that's what he's looking for is, do you have faith, even if it's the size of a mustard seed? So I love it. I love it. Now, recently, recently we polled, um, on social media, we asked a question, what has stopped you in the past from saying yes to the calling in your life? And there was one response that I really would like for us to unpack tonight. And it was, I was distracted by what was going on around me. I couldn't see his invitation. And so what could you say to somebody who, who that is, um, that was what hesitated them was just all the distractions, all these things that are going around, um, that they're not able to truly focus or be intentional, um, to, to spend that time with him and to see his invitation to move forward. I love that question.
1: And I love that someone put that out there because it really does. It is a mind. It plays with your mind a little mm-hmm. because I, I can, I can think of the logical distractions, right? We can always say it's the enemy or it's just life or whatever with me, Candace, because I didn't start my life out with Jesus as a relationship. Like I wasn't raised Christian. I wasn't raised in the church to that extent to know this more, to know the Bible, right. to understand how important it is that, you know, you know, who Jesus is, his story, his walk, his, his, his death his resurrection and and all of that. So the distractions for me were odd because it was more, I want to be, I'm a singer. Let's, well, let me put that out there. I'm a singer and I was raised with music and I currently sing on my, my church's worship team, but I was, I was raised with secular music and Mm. I was raised to be a singer, a professional singer and not in a Christian world, but in a secular world. And so the distraction for me was almost the 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 fact that i the, i was going to be judged and mm. laughed at and w- almost as if you know she's born again and she's a crazy christian and all of those things that you hear and, and it was hard for me as a young christian walking with jesus and feeling this incredible connection to be able to explain to so many people in my life that our friends and family members that this Jesus is a game changer Mm -hmm. and I might need to put all of that secular world beside me and move on in this really deep walk with Christ. And so we can have this beautiful, loving, happy conversation of joyfulness in God. And it's all true. I know you, Candace, and, and we're learning more about each other, just as sisters, that it there has been some incredibly difficult, hard, mm-hmm. raw moments in this walk. Like yeah. I have been accused of blasphemy. I've been accused of wasting my time. I've been accused of being a fool. I've been told that my faith offends other people, you know? these are like close knit people in my life. So this isn't just, you know, I'm not talking about a comment on a social media post. I'm talking about real life attacks. Right. And yeah, of course the derivatives of Satan, no doubt. But at the end of the day, it's been a lot of that, that has been really hard on my heart. And because I was raised to think I was going to be Celine Dion or Whitney Houston. And all of a sudden God placed this incredible excitement in me to just glorify him and everything I did, I I had a real tough time balancing it and understanding it. And it's just been a raw, beautiful walk as he has taught me about how his faithfulness, he shows up, not the world. You know, my favorite scripture to explain that is is Romans 12, one, which is do not conform to the ways of the world. And then going into verse two, which it says, it speaks to how you transform your mind. Well, my mind was already being transformed. By him. And so I couldn't even really recognize the world anymore. And I didn't even want to so much because I saw that pain and suffering and misery and negativity. And I saw that that is a result of a fallen world that doesn't know Christ. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to be that person. I don't want to be that person. Right. And I'm not perfect and I'm making mistakes and I I, I watch Netflix and I binge things I'm a, I'm a human being I'm not going to sit here right. and say that I'm a holier than thou that is not it but I have learned so much and because my anxiety in my mind is so precious and he protects that mm. I I I couldn't imagine stepping outside of this beautiful bubble of Jesus I couldn't imagine it and so it was a lot of just it, what you were the question that you posed it was really just seriously, God, you want me to be a, a Billy Graham, mm. you know, you want me mm-hmm. to be a, you know, is that really a, a, an evangelist right. for you? Right. This is crazy. This is nothing I ever knew. So right, that was my distraction. I would say for the most part.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's really good. Cause you're right. We do. Uh, when we do say yes, we don't know how certain people are going to take it we don't know how, um, you know, people close to us. And when we, you know, I think about the time when Jesus went back home, you know, after he, he, he was baptized and he was doing miracles and those things. And he went back home and the people in his hometown were like, you're not the Messiah. Like they didn't, they didn't believe, they didn't believe (laughs) him. And, um, so it's, you know, it, when I read that, it really resonated with me because the people that are closest to us, they're, they may not be our biggest cheerleaders, you know, and having to realize that we're not doing for it, for them to cheer us on. We're doing it because God said for us to do it. Um, and, and to be obedient to him and the love that we have for him. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, I, I totally resonate with, with what you're saying there. Cause I've had several people that have come along my path and have been, um, harsh with their words. And, um, and so trying to be, to be Jesus with skin on, even in those midst, you know, of saying, right. I still love you. I still love you. And I'm sorry if I've hurt you, but I still love you. And, um, yeah, and so- I love
1: that you remind me of that because what God has taught me is a humble heart. Mm -hmm. He has taught me the art, uh, the, the, the purity of forgiveness Mm -hmm. and to look beyond it. He has taught me that it's not about me. It's about him and how he works through my life and how he works through people around me. And I trust him. I trust him with all of the naysayers. Um, And then I just continuously, you know, fall down on my knees and say, what can I do next? What is the next step? Direct my step. That has been a, a very strong prayer uh, phrase that I've had for the last few days. Lord, direct my step. Right. I see you working, but I don't want to mess it up. Right. So direct it, please. And he does, he does. He just, like you said, Candace, so, so poignantly, he just wants our hearts. He wants that connection. And yes. he's so faithful. So he faithful. is,
0: he is. Well, so when... I knew the calling on my life and Mm. it took me about seven years ago. It took me seven years to actually say yes, to embrace that calling. And one of the biggest things, because you mentioned about just failures and and not wanting to make those mistakes. um, My, one of my, one of my biggest reasons for that hesitation was the fear of failure. And um, I went to a conference Mm. and at that conference, John Maxwell made a statement and he said, failure and success, they're a package deal. And that got me thinking because failure keeps us from, keeps us humble. It keeps us humble to rely on the one who never fails. We realize that we do have limits. We realize that we do have um, flaws, but yet the God who created all things, he is, he is sovereign, he is good, and he does not fail. And so uh, I'd love for you to share a story of a time when in your life, a failure that you faced shaped you. I, I love that you bring this up. And, and before
1: I get into a quick story, if I can just share just a thought in general, I would like someone to tell me truly and honestly, someone that has been ultimately successful in life that honestly says it was the sec- success that taught them. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't believe it. It is the failure where, is where we learn from. Mm-hmm. is where we yearn from and where we strive to get out of right. and so success just doesn't teach success doesn't teach it is failure at least that is how it has been for me mm-hmm. and so as i mentioned before I, I am a worship leader on my church's uh, worship team but i am a, i've been a singer my entire life i have been to los angeles i have been to new york city i have pounded pavements I know what failure feels like because I've lived it my entire life. And that is not a woe is me statement. That is a, when you're in the performance field, you know failure, you learn it quickly. Mm-hmm. You learn rejection, you learn judgment, you learn criticism. Corrective criticism has been something that I've had to hear even up until my old age of today that I still continuously get. And it builds a backbone. Mm-hmm. And it builds a strength, but overall it has built this incredible character that I know I wouldn't have if I hadn't have endured those failures. And if I have not endured, I hadn't endured those no's, the right. constant no's that I've endured. So I guess my advantage was the performance part of my life. So I never feared about, I never, I don't fear failure anymore. Mm -hmm. If anything, I just, I just fear that maybe there's a worthiness, you know, because I wasn't raised Christian. So I fear that maybe I don't know the Bible enough, or I don't know Mm -hmm. scripture well enough, or have I really built this deep relationship? I think that's all the enemy speaking to me, but it's really more of just a confidence. And, and the, and I finally had heard it a few months ago it was during a worship training where my worship pastor mentioned about how we need confidence when we get out there on stage. And yeah, we may know our words we may know our, our songs and our, and our, our moves movements and, and where we're supposed to walk and step and just the whole layout. But if we don't have that God confidence that we expect him to show up and expect him to deliver what we need to deliver to glorify him, then it's not going to be let's use the air quotes, successful. And so I have started to learn this God confidence. Yes. That is what he is instilling in us. And that's reflecting and flexing on the Holy Spirit. Yes. That gift. You know, I didn't really know the Holy Spirit. It's so interesting when you're raised Catholic, you know, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But I didn't know what the Holy Spirit was. I really didn't until this past year. In, in, in terms of understanding that it is a gift inside of my body, a transmitter right. to Jesus. Right. And I'm not utilizing it. It's like this incredible, it's like having this in- gorgeous something in your home that you just keep hiding away behind, you know, a, you know, a cloth so it doesn't get hurt or harmed. Right. He's like, no, use me out right here. Right. And so I right. learned to use that Holy spirit and flex upon that to build that God confidence. So when I go out there or whatever I'm doing, mm-hmm. that it's from him and not from me because I'm a mess. Yeah. I can't do it without Him. You know, I am not sustainable, but yes. God is. Amen. So, yeah. And so failure, you know what? I look at it like that. Failure is life. Life is, mm-hmm. life is learning about failure. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is no failure in God. Amen. Every moment that you breathe and you pray and you devote and you and you share that obedience, that is, there is no failure in that. It is all success because you are connecting to the one true God that can direct your life and that can save your life for eternal glory. Nothing on earth can do that. Absolutely nothing. Nothing.
0: Amen. So,
1: I'm sticking with that.
0: Amen. Amen. <laughs> yes. Amen, our bro, our yeah. God is so, so much bigger than our excuses and he oh. is so much bigger than our failures. And he, I mean, he slays our giants for us and we don't have to fear. We don't have to. Um, worry about those things because if he has said it and he has promised it, he is faithful to complete it. And so we can, mm-hmm. we can take it to the bank and every single time we can take it to the bank. Well, Jody, mm-hmm. I am so grateful that you chose to come on today. It has been so much fun oh, talking with awesome. you. Um, yes. I know we're going to have people that are going to want to know how to reach out to you and become friends and, do all the things and see all the videos because guys, she's got videos on her Facebook page that are amazing. (laughs) And you're just going to, yeah, you're going to love her. You're just going to love her. So, um, Jodi, where can they find you and how can they become friends with you?
1: Oh, thank you, my friend Candace. So
0: I'm, I'm public on, on Instagram
1: and Facebook. So feel free to go ahead and follow me there. And my website is, uh, So J-O-D-I-H-O-W-E.com. And my podcast, you can find it on any podcast forum. And it's the Air That I Breathe podcast. And my new series is called Heart of Hope. So I'm doing a podcast series and I'm also doing a video series for that. And I basically just take five minutes because sometimes that's where our brain... Like has a maximum. I don't know about you, Candace. We're moms, we're women, we're working it and we're just living life. And sometimes my brain capacity is about five minutes. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna offer that to my people and I'm gonna give them just some hope for what they need for their day for their week. And so yeah,
0: check me out. I would love to hear from you too. That sounds so, so good. Thank you. That sounds so good. And you're right. Five <laughs> minutes, it, that's pretty much what you can do almost. Like I love the God shot just because it is it's such a quick, like two-minute little thing podcast. And that sounds like what you're doing as well as a five minute of hope, which I think we all could use just yeah. five minutes of hope. Just a little nugget to, to start
1: your day. And it helps me. So this is selfish. It helps
0: me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it reminds me, it gets
0: me into scripture and yes. it helps me to know more. And so, yes. yeah, that's awesome. All right, friends. So make sure you reach out to Jody. You check out all of her things. It'll be in our show notes so that you can just click on those links and be, Just go straight to her site. So um again, friend, I am so grateful that you chose to join us today. And if I just want to remind you guys, again, let your yes be success and give God the rest. Till next time. Hey, friend, I hope you enjoyed my chat today. If you did, would you let me know by writing a short review? Also, one of the simplest ways for us to live a life on mission is to share the knowledge you learn. So if there was a friend that you thought about during this show that you think, "Hmm, I bet they would be inspired to hear today's episode, then can I encourage you to share it? You never know how it can impact somebody for the better. So again, I want to thank you for hanging out with me today. I'm glad you came. Until next week, remember, let your yes be your success and give God the rest.